So, thank you for joining me for episode two of Black Zombia. Uh, if this is your first episode, welcome. And uh, if this is your second episode, welcome back. Uh, as you all know, the mission of Black Somnia is simply to bore you to sleep. Uh, so we do that by providing reviews of various unimportant things uh, in the most uninteresting and unengaging manner. Um, the point of it all is just to give your mind something to uh, cling to uh, to help you fight insomnia as you hopefully doze off. Uh, one of the things that's important uh, for you to know is I do my very best to make sure that there are no cliffhangers, uh, that there's no suspense. And I do that because I want you, the listener, uh, to feel it's okay to go to sleep at any moment and you really will not have missed out on anything. In fact, um, this whole episode should be a spoiler, uh, spoiler alert, which is that almost nothing happens next. So, when it's time for you to fall asleep, there is no need to convince yourself to hang on for a few more minutes to see what happens next, because nothing happens next. So, as promised in episode one, I said we get right into our product reviews. Uh, and so we'll do that. Uh, um, and this evening, we're going to be uh, reviewing the Braxton Family Christmas album. Now, I don't know when this album actually came out, uh, but I was actually just perusing Amazon Prime, typed in Christmas, and uh, this was one of the first uh, albums that popped up. Uh, so there's no suspense. I uh, want to tell you right off kind of what my final rating for the album is. Um, a really strong B. Uh, there are some struggle songs that kind of pulls down the overall average based on the singing abilities alone. Uh, this could have been an A, an A plus, um, but there are a few, there are a few tragedies, um, so we had to lower that score a bit, but overall, again, strong beat. Uh, so as we jump into the review, I should probably let you know that I, uh, do not know a lot about, uh, the Braxton family, uh, Quite naturally, um, being a child of the 90s, I am uh, very familiar with Toni Braxton. I don't know what uh, young woman coming up during that time was not a Toni Braxton fan. Um, so, so I know Toni, uh, but maybe not so much about the others. And I tell you that because um, there are are some times when the family is singing, there are some times when it's just Tony, there are some times when there are other uh, combinations. Um, honestly, I don't know the other voices very well. 
so basically I'll be referring to it as Tony and not Tony uh, when necessary uh, so there's that um, yeah so on this album the Braxton Family Christmas there are only eight songs I think the whole running time for the album is about 35 minutes uh, so really what that means is that there is no room for error so if you've got eight songs um, which they do and it should be noted that two of them are basically the same song uh, they've recorded this Christmas um, one is mostly Tony and then the other is led by I think one verse is Tony and then the other verses are not Tony I'm not sure uh, again exactly is delivering it but um, so there's eight songs two of them are this Christmas I'm, I'm really not mad at this album at all to be quite honest I think it's really pretty good um, there are a few other things I should tell you um, I'm not a fan of new Christmas songs um, so I always kind of go into new Christmas albums with a bit of a bias. I just feel like there are thousands of Christmas songs, like thousands, maybe maybe tens of thousands of Christmas songs. And uh, I really don't care who you are. You don't have anything new to say. There are, again, one billion Christmas songs to sing. So just sing one of them. We don't need your contribution uh, to the Christmas song clutter. I want to first, uh, I want to first talk a little bit about uh, the good ones, really. Uh, and then we'll kind of cover the rest. Uh, but for the good ones, I really enjoyed the first version of this Christmas. So for clarity, I'm going to call it the Tony Braxton this Christmas and then the other this Christmas. So the lead off song is the version with basically there's only Tony on this song. And of course I went into this bias because even though I always say we don't need any new Christmas songs, at the same time I'm always a little angry when people sing certain old Christmas songs and uh, this Christmas is one for me really uh, I don't see a reason why uh, you would feel compelled to redo this song like there isn't um, it's not flawed in any way where you can make an improvement um, so the best you can hope for is a tie and I just never understood willingly playing a game when the best you can hope for is a tie um, and in this case with Donny Hathaway that tie is very unlikely uh, so I went into this one a little biased not not ashamed to admit that um, and uh, this Christmas did um, not disappoint and I mean I mean that in the best possible way uh, it ain't not Donny Hathaway, uh, but Tony did that. I mean, 
I listened to this song for the first time in the shower um, and I was just uh, listening and jamming and just for a moment just lost care um, that it wasn't Donny Hathaway until until so you know how the chorus goes and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me well apparently that was not good enough for the Braxtons so in this version of this Christmas which was jamming which I mean was out of this world still not Donnie let's be clear let's be clear but still really good uh, until uh, they decided that they should sub a Braxton family Christmas for a very special Christmas. And I don't know why this made me violently angry, but it did. And honestly, it still does. I, I'm actually kind of getting a little mad just telling you about it right now. Um, and it is one of those things where it happens every time. So during the verses, I'm totally in. I'm Teen Tony. I'm loving every moment of it. Um, and then the hook comes and I want to fight the air. And then you get through it. And the next verse comes and I'm in love again. Like I want to literally hug this album. And then the hook comes. And uh, I want to punch my mama. So there's that. Uh, my other favorite song on this album was called Blessed New Year. And because of my aversion to new Christmas songs, I was fully prepared to not care for this song at all. Uh, and I was wrong. This song, it sounds like a choir song. Um, it's really, really good. In fact, as I was listening to it, like my mind kept saying like, what church do the Braxtons go to? Like, is there a live stream of that? I, I will go to church anytime you tell me the Braxtons are going to be performing. Like, my only, my only uh, issue with this particular song is that it was really, really short. Um, maybe only three minutes or so. And I uh, kind of wanted it to be a little longer, uh, but it was good. You know, I, I'm always of the belief that songs are best when they leave you wanting a little bit more. Um, you know, particularly a, a black church song, because um, that's not something that commonly happens. It's very rare. Uh, that you're left wanting more. Uh, most of those songs overstay their welcome. Um, and this one did not. This one, this one did not. So, cool.
kudos to a blessed new year. That song for me was really responsible for just getting it into the B category because uh, that song on its own is an A+. Plus. There were other solid performances. Uh, oh Holy Night, I believe it's all of the Braxton sisters. Um, they're doing harmony and it's really, really good. Um, also, like a true sneak hit, I was not prepared uh, to care for this song at all because they took a risk. Like, they took a major risk. This family has uh, some 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 serious serious uh, courage to tackle Last Christmas. I mean, it's wham, right? Like, we already let you slide with Donny Hathaway, and then you want to go for wham? So, I gotta tell you. They did that. I don't have I don't have anything bad to say about Last Christmas. They can sing Last Christmas anytime they want. I'm fully prepared to say that this was a tie and it was the best kind of tie. It's the kind of tie where when a song starts and you're hoping for the version that you love. Um, this one, if a song starts and it's swam, I'll be happy. And if it's the Braxtons, I'll be happy. That's how much I liked uh, their version of Last Christmas. So kudos to the Braxton family for that. Um, so now let's uh, turn our attention to uh, three songs that really, I'll just put it out there, they really kind of drag down the average. Um, two of the songs that struck me the wrong way at first I had a tough time identifying why. So those two songs were uh, Mary Did You Know? And then there is a duet um, called Under My Christmas Tree. And the best I can tell is it's Tony and Michael Braxton. So I don't know who Michael Braxton is. I'm guessing it's at least the brother, cousin, somebody uh, related to the Braxton family. I suppose it could be. In. Nah, it's probably got to be a brother or a cousin. Anyways, both of those songs were beautifully executed. Uh, Mary, Did You Know, as well as Under My Christmas Tree. But both made me feel like really uncomfortable. And I right off couldn't put my finger on it. Like, what... What's wrong here? Like, both songs are sang beautifully, executed beautifully. Um, there's really nothing to complain about in that area. Uh, but then, as I listened to it a second time and a third time, I realized kind of what the problem was. Um, especially Mary Did You Know. So, if you're not familiar with this song, it's basically a Christmas carol. Um, where the singer is asking Mary, did you know you were giving birth to Jesus, um, to the king, to someone who would come to save humanity? So it's a song, um, it's a conversational song with basically the Virgin Mary. And, uh, so I guess the issue that I have with the song is, Tony is again singing beautifully, 
Um, but it's like way too sultry for a conversation with the Virgin Mary about Jesus. And I was not comfortable with that. I couldn't identify it right off, but that was the same problem with Under My Christmas Tree. So this one, again, is a duet with the Braxton male. Not sure kind of the relationship. But either way, it was like way too sultry uh, to be singing this song with your kin. Um, like, I love Toni Braxton. I love her. Uh, and the reason you love her is because she can just make, she just imbues every song with feeling, intense feeling, uh, whether it's romance or sexiness or whatever it is. And uh, she does that here. I mean, she, Tony is Tony, so she definitely um, delivers here as well. Um, but it's, it's just kind of that awkward thing uh, it's when, like, every song she sings kind of sounds like she wants to hump it. And that's normally fine, uh, except when talking to Jesus' mama or your brother or cousin. So that's kind of why those two kind of went off the rails for me. Any song, really, for me, like when I think about the 80s, I think were really popular time for kind of mixed youth, I don't know, mixed sex family groups. So, you know, you have the brothers and the sisters, like, I don't know, the Jets or the DeBarges or Five Star. Um, so you have those kind of mixed groups. And those are always kind of awkward, right? Like those songs, um, singing these romantic songs with your brothers were awkward. But we, we let it go. Like, I really like the jet. And then the third song, which really, for me, kind of really put a damper on the whole project for me, um, is the second This Christmas. Now, this one has all of the siblings, and it is entirely adequate. I mean, it is, of course, again, technically executed. You know, singing doesn't get any better than the Braxton. Um, so, no complaints there. However, there was one thing that I could not get over. And y'all, I tried. I mean, I tried. However, if you listen to this song, what you'll notice is they made a very bold choice to use something that sounds like a doorbell as a musical instrument. So, in general, um, when you think about the sound of a doorbell, I would think that if you surveyed 100 people, and it could just be just the one question, one yes or no question, do you enjoy the sound of a doorbell, I think you would find overwhelmingly, you know, if you ask 100 people that question, overwhelmingly, I would expect the answer to be 
to be no. I would expect it to be no. I do not enjoy the sound of the doorbell. So for me, for this song, that kind of took it off the cliff. Like it was, it was uh, okay, more than adequate. I was willing to endure uh, a second this Christmas, um, making basically 25% of the album this Christmas. Uh, but uh, the doorbell, the doorbell, not wasn't feeling it. But again, overall, this project, the Braxton Family Christmas, I'm giving it a strong B. It's a solid recommend. I recommend you you can play this uh, with the family at Christmas time, or jamming in the car, or in the shower, or anywhere. It's a album where you don't necessarily have to skip any tracks although you might want to skip uh, the second uh, this Christmas but that's it for us uh, for this edition uh, once again hopefully you're sleeping if you're not sleeping I want to thank you uh, for spending your evening with me and um, Hopefully you are relaxed enough that it, you're only moments away uh, from your best sleep ever. So have a good night and I'll catch you next week.